Hey everyone, welcome to the Weathering Effect episode 152. Today's date is July 31st, 2022, and I am Duds or Duds Versus, known to the rest of the interwebs. And I'm Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 So what have you been up to this week, Duds? I made my spider farm not suck. I saw. Actually working pretty well. Yeah, you, you helped me do the design of the killing chamber room, mm-hmm. but the farm itself doesn't suck at all. I had the great idea of allowing the spiders to climb the walls because it only seemed to be the one wall, the wall where you're standing and they're looking at you. Right. That seemed to be the wall that they wanted to climb 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So I let them climb the walls and they ended up climbing the walls all the way up into a water stream and this water stream is about three blocks i didn't want it to do just a downward water stream and push them down so what it does is they climb up the walls and then this three wide water stream just basically throws them back into the farm mm-hmm. and usually after they get thrown they see me and they're like oh get that guy he stopped me from climbing my wall yeah it's it's fun to see too you know it's not just functional right yeah yeah it's actually pretty comical I think it'd be pretty boring if you just had water falling from the ceiling. Plus, you would need one block where the water didn't interfere with your water streams pushing the spiders to you. So then they would still probably try to climb that one block and not go into the farm. And now you've just got spiders stacking up there in that one block. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you allow them to climb, get it out of their system and just toss them back. Right. Yeah. It's not like you don't really see it, but you can see the spiders falling Mm-hmm. from the stream so it's yeah. not like in your face you know it doesn't mess up the look of the farm either Mm-mm. it's pretty cool yeah you see them go up and then you see them just kind of splash right back down mm-hmm. normally they'd be stuck up there mm-hmm. that's how it works I-, I was pretty pretty happy with how it worked yeah the other thing is i had to design a shop for this farm that was one of the hardest things that i've had to do in a while because our shopping district now is not the season shopping district. We've already said this a couple times on episodes and streams. We have a bigger shopping district being worked on called the Oasis or Sunwater, and it's gorgeous. So you want to save your good builds for there. So you don't want to put a ton of effort into these temporary shops. But at the same time, you don't want to build something ugly. Mm-hmm. Got to find a happy medium. And I ended up challenging myself to use Jess's pallet for his gatehouse, or as I've been dubbing it, my patio. And by just using the pallet, build something that says duds. And I think it turned out really well. Like you, it says your name? Oh yeah, 100%. Okay. <laughs> no, but when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's a duds build. That's a duds build. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. Uh, nice, simple, small uh, selling the string, selling the eyes, but most importantly, I'm selling season passes to the farm. It's all honor system based. You just come buy a season pass. There's no lock, no door or anything like that. Just use the farm. Yeah. I got some string out of there. Just letting you know. Mm-hmm. If I plan on getting a pass. Okay. Passes are cheap. Yeah. What's funny is like as you play, you accumulate diamonds that you n- probably never going to spend. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes when you play multiplayer. It's fun to use to buy things, but you accumulate diamonds because you sell things and you buy things and you're constantly getting diamonds that aren't used. So, yeah, it's nice to have things to spend spend on. Mm-hmm. I don't mind passes. Pretty useful. Yeah. 
you want to be lazy, you can just go ahead and buy some string, buy your eyes. Or if you want access to it and you want to spend a couple hours down there, go for it. Mm-hmm. I spent an hour and a half down there. It, <laughs> at first, I was like, I got about 45 minutes to waste. I'll head down there. I'll make a new sword because we talked about it. I'm still using an iron sword. Yeah. It's a very good iron sword, but I'm still using an iron sword. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and upgrade to diamond. So I made three diamond swords and I go enchanting. I didn't get anything better than sharpness three. Okay. Every once in a while, I'd get an unbreaking three. Every once in a while, I would get a, what is it? Sweeping edge three. There you go. No looting? Um, I got a looting one once. Hmm. But I got Bane of Arthropods over and over again. It's like it knew I was using the spider farm for XP. Yeah. It's like, come on. But yeah, an hour and a half. And I was just like, hmm, I'm done. <laughs> Swords are dumb. Yeah, I noticed some of those enchantments, like looting, easier to get them on books. Like you get them more often on books. That and feather falling. You enchant books. So bring some books with you when you want to enchant certain things. Mm-hmm. Throw them on the table, see what you get out of them, because usually that's where I get my feather falling. Yeah, I'll have to try that, because I, I, I'm giving up on, like, almost the entire enchanting mechanic in Minecraft. It's so... Villagers have broken so many things, but honestly, I think this is just a more of a... You know, a unwillingness to update. Huh. So, I don't know. I thought about converting a sword to a netherite sword, because you do get higher enchantment rates with netherite just like gold i heard that i don't know right now my my iron sword does just fine i'll keep using it uh and then finally i started doing some layouts to my actual base i can't wait to get into my base for this season i'm pretty sure it's going to be happening real soon nice what about you how is your week going well i didn't do much minecraft but i have edited my intro Mm -hmm. got my intro all done out right before you know the music comes in but uh, yeah, there's a skit at the beginning with me and Arrington, and uh, it's pretty comical, and it kind of sets up for the storyline I'm using this season, so mm-hmm. it's it's a fun beginning. I do have a lot of editing to do, and some building. I actually finished my starter build, at least the outside. It's finished, but I just got to go in and dig out the inside, and uh, what I really need is a storage, so I need to get a storage room set up, and uh, go from there because I have an elytra, I have netherite armor, I have shulker boxes, and I don't have a storage system. Not a system, just storage in general. I don't have one chest <laughs> that has my items in it. So I'm kind of playing the game backwards at, at the moment. Yeah, I still have to do that, and that's going to be on this, my latest episode. So stay tuned for that, and I'm going to you know do some interior design because, like I said, the outside's finished. Yeah, and there's a lot going on on the server right now channel 64 mm-hmm. so uh I'd like to show a little bit of what's all happened awesome builds great builds same here i haven't done much walking around on camera as there were a lot of unfinished builds while i was working now there's a lot more builds being finished mm-hmm. so i plan on doing a little walking tour at some point in this episode yeah that's pretty much it for my week or two weeks actually Oh, yeah, this is two weeks because we had last week off because Carl was on vacation. Mm-hmm. I just have a week off every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Should we hop into the news? Yeah. Got a lot of news there. One nineteen one is here. Woo. Yeah, we, we've talked about chat reporting to the max 
And honestly, after spending an hour on Twitter, anyone tweeting about chat reporting anymore, either way for or against it, I think I've unfollowed. <laughs> I just got so tired of hearing everyone down their each other's throats. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on, man. Chat reporting's here. We haven't had any crazy bans. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I've always been under, I'd rather moderate ourselves more so than have someone else moderate us. But at the same time, we don't know what has led Mojang to do this. So there might be a perfectly good reason. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's always a chance that because it's words being written or typed, it can always get taken out of context. You know, you might not mean to say something a certain way and then it could, you know, that's really the only thing I'm worried about. Right. But the saving grace is that there's a human on the other end determining what's out of context. And you don't get just the comments that have been submitted. You get some comments before and some comments after to get more context. Hmm. The only thing that could go wrong is someone's in voice chat while other people aren't. And yeah. Either way, the bug fixes that have been around for a while, such as if you cure a zombie villager, they don't restock their trades. That's finally fixed. Oh, good. That was a bug that I couldn't believe they were waiting on this stupid chat reporting before fixing. Like, that was a serious bug. And you think it would have been caught sooner than, you know, the release date. Yeah. Figured someone was playing it and they tried to convert villagers or on the pre-releases. Yeah. But it's fixed now, so. It's fixed now. You have the duplication of allays or breeding or creation. Duplication just, it sounds like the wrong term to use for those things. So, uh, like, to me, it's an allay creation. Breeding? I don't even think it's breeding because you're only doing, like, you only give. Oh, there's only one. To one. So you're, you're creating another one from one, not breeding two to get one. Yeah, it's a different species. Yeah. Either way, I think they're still dumb, as in their AI is not improved much. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love the look of the mob. I like the sounds. It's just, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Todds out there. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, watch Jimbo's episode number one. Mm-hmm. Not the brightest. <laughs> Makes for some funny moments, but... Keep them on a leash if you can. Or I've noticed a lot of people have been putting them in boats or mine carts. Mm-hmm. Great idea, you know, to keep them, keep them where they're at. It's not like you can make these things sit, you know, so you have to contain them. Well, and it seems like a waste. It's like we we get a flying mob in the game. We have to house it in a boat. Because mm-hmm. if you don't take it out for a specific reason, they might get themselves in trouble. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, at least now if your Todd dies, you can make a new one. Yeah, I might want to do that before Todd dies, but... <laughs> Well, that's what I'm you, you have one. I catch your drift. That's constantly dancing. Mm-hmm. That you're you're creating new Todds with. Yep. Anyways, let's let's move on to some listener comments. I had Carl constantly change the size of this poll. He put the Spotify ad poll in there, but it was so small I couldn't read. Me neither. We had some text chat back and forth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Carl asked, which Minecraft ideas would you like to see in the game? It was tied between Oasis and Double Jump Enchant, both at 17%. Which one would you pick? I'd love the idea of the Oasis in the desert, but I see the Double Jump Enchant being more useful. 
Yep, I'd probably go double jump. I mean, it's an enchantment. Yeah, it's hard to and see pick anything else. I don't want it what everyone else wants. Everyone else wants the jump. You can now fall, and then right before you hit the ground, hit jump again to save yourself. I don't want that because that gets rid of the feather falling enchant. I think it should be jump, and before you start going down in Y, or Y value, you can hit jump again and go up again. I like where if you could jump anytime, use your second jump. It, you know, as soon as you hit the ground, your double jump is null and void, but can't combine it with feather falling. Yeah. You'd have to, you know, somehow... I guess I could see that. ...make it work in that sense, but... Yeah, if that's the case, I can see that. Can't combine it. But then again, you can still die from feather falling, mm-hmm. whereas this double jump, you would never die, so... Unless you're headed to the void. Yeah. Or can't avoid the lava. Yeah. Or if you're just bad timing. <laughs> Some lister comments. I'll start with Zenith, and they say, I'm late, but if you are into trading card games, you could discuss which mobs and items you'd like to see as cards. Minecraft is a tabletop game like D&D even. I'd play a Minecraft-themed tabletop game, but totally nerdy, and I would like, or I want to make Minecraft trading card game now for myself. Man, I cannot read tonight. Yeah, that's brutal. Well, I'm trying to breathe at the same time. <laughs> you can't tell. I've got stuffed nose, clogged throat. So fun allergies. But yeah, I don't play many tabletop games. Yeah, not anymore, at least. <laughs> you have to have friends for that. <laughs> you need like a group of friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, The idea of tabletop sounds fun. Yeah, the, like the idea of D&D always interests me, but I've never had anybody that was into that kind of thing, so. And I've never really got the gist of how it all works. Mm-hmm. It, it does it does look and sound entertaining. I have a buddy who's huge into D&D who has constantly begged me to play D&D with him. And I have, I've never done it. But at the same time, I think if someone ran a Minecraft server D&D style, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I'd be a part of that. You see so many of these people making these custom maps for the tabletop to show the journey or whatever like where you are and stuff like that it it would be so cool to have that in minecraft as a world yeah they also ask which mobs or you could discuss which mobs and items you'd like to see in as cards i'd like to see all the mobs yeah you'd have to put everything right now again i don't know the specifics of like a dnd maybe this Minecraft tabletop game can be different than D&D, you know, not absolutely the same. But uh, yeah, I mean, enchantments, the works, I, I would like to see all that. Mm-hmm. But to come up with the game would be difficult from my view because I've never never played D&D, never played anything like that. I haven't either. I've seen some people play it, not like all the way through. I've never sat down and watched an entire session because they're quite long. Yeah. I know there are streamers that do. D&D sessions, uh, I might start checking out some of those. Me too. To see if I like it. Yeah, just be a fly in the room. Exactly. Or a viewer on the stream. Probably sounds better. <laughs> see how it works. You have a question now, Jimbo. Uh, Yeah, there's a from uh, Piano Cat 492 is that right? Mm-hmm. That's towards the bottom. But they ask, hello, I have a question. What specific weapons, armor, and artifacts from Minecraft Dungeons would you like to see in vanilla Minecraft? Personally, I love to see sickles, ocelot armor, and corrupted beacon. Would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Keep up the good work. Piano Cat 492 was unstoppable with this dungeon's gear. 
in vanilla Minecraft? I think it's a question we've already talked about. Yeah, a long time ago. Like, yeah. recently I've not played Dungeons. I haven't either, and I haven't been to so much. I love Dungeons, and I just haven't picked it up in the longest time. Have they updated it at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, they did the, the levels? The tower. I remember we talked. Yeah, the tower. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Yeah, that looks cool. They've done some more things since then, too. Yeah, Dungeons is such a good game, and I hate how little I've played it. I've honestly been considering hooking up the Nintendo Switch to my computer so I can stream it, and that'll kind of be my, hey, I'm taking a day off of Minecraft building. Maybe I'll just play some Dungeons on stream or something. Mm -hmm. Still use the Minecraft content, though. Yeah. Is there any weapons that you remember using? The sickles are amazing. I love the sickles. You like the sickles? Mm-hmm. I like the movement of the player using the sickles, how you can combo attacks. That's the big thing. Like, I've always wanted combat in Minecraft to have combo attacks, but at the same time, like, be smart. Like, someone carrying an axe, we know the axe does the most damage, especially on a critical hit out of all the stuff in Minecraft. So you wouldn't combo giant axe wings, but right. small thing like the sickles... You could combo those pretty easy. Sword, maybe if you didn't do a big sweeping edge swing, you're doing small jabs. Maybe that could be a combo. The armor sets in dungeons is really cool. Well, some of them are really cool, and I'd love to have them in the game. Just the customization in Minecraft, I feel. It's a sandbox, so everything's playing because it's up to you to customize it. At the same time, I wish it wasn't playing. I do remember... I think what, what armor, what like the wolf armor. Mm -hmm. I know it's probably one of the very first armors you get, but uh, I like the look of it. But I don't see, I don't see Minecraft bringing that to the game. You know, wearing a wolf skin. No, and it's disappointing. And it's also kind of crazy because people did wear things like that. Yeah, like a tribal type of deal. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the armor I liked wearing the most. I think it was like the minor one that had the little candle as the hat. See, I haven't seen it. I always thought that one was pretty fun. Did it matter what armor you had was better than others, or you could have any armor, but... Yeah, no, it did. Okay, and the armor had levels on it, too. Yeah, and there's, like, iron armor and stuff, like, I say, like, we would get in normal Minecraft, but it's not like that. But it was just always so big and bulky, it looked weird on my character, and... Yeah. Hmm. The armor customization in the game is super cool. I really like it. And this could all be used in the trading card game as well. Yes, very well. Could be. Mm -hmm. Bring in dungeons. Our last comment is from Torgax. How you approach big projects in Minecraft once farms and also builds? This is another question we've... So on Discord, we asked for some topics because to put it in perspective, we've been talking about the Deep Dark and Wardens since episode 65, and we are now on episode 152. Mm -hmm. The updates have not had a lot of variations in them for that long. So it's becoming real hard to come up with topics in Minecraft. Yeah, they're slim pickings. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, we pretty much covered everything. Yeah, it's a very vast game. But at the same time, you start to talk about stuff. But now that it, it, it actually has been a while since we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. And I figured we could put our input on it again. It's nice to get, you know, not just like listener comments, but listener suggestions for topics, you know, would be nice. So if any listener has some pretty cool topics that we haven't covered before, throw them at us. That'd be cool. 
Yeah, there was one from Core Otter about revamping the food system. We've talked about that a couple times. Yeah. Obni does a great YouTube video on revamping the food system, and there just hasn't been anything added to the game to change how we would revamp the food system yet. So that's why we haven't talked about it yet. Or again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens. Check out Obni's video if you want some more stuff on that, though. Very good. Big projects. I think everyone does big projects differently. Yeah, I had quite a few in the past. Big projects for me isn't something you just knock out. You know, it's not like you sit down and you knock out a big project. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess depends on the scale. Like, big farms can be knocked out at once, but like big builds, big ideas, Mm -hmm. bases in general. Yeah, you're not, that's just not going to get knocked out. So, for instance, I had a Prismarine Mountain. While building my mountain, I had other things to occupy my time with. Like, if you if you focus on one big project at once, or one big build, sometimes you can get bored of this, and this could lead to burnout. But if you jump on little things back and forth as you chip away at your big project, it helps you get, get through this. Exactly. But you're exactly right. Little projects to kind of run interference with the big project is huge to avoid burnout. If you're talking about planning out big projects, like big bases and where to put farms and stuff in between there, as I don't know, for me, I never go in with a definite plan. Like this is going here, this is going here. I have a general layout. Like I do this bubble map and generally I do a central storage unit and an easy to access storage unit because you're going to the storage room a lot. Yep. So you want a easy access central storage room and then kind of draw some bubbles off of that what you would like to be where. Mm-hmm. As you're building, keep in mind you have a farm needs so much space to be built. So now you're adding empty space to it. I found it's easy just to build farms as deep underground as you possibly can and just pump the items up to you using water path. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I don't really know where everything's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get a layout of what your base, what you want it to kind of look like. Mm-hmm. Like, I have an idea what it's going to look like. I haven't got to put the blocks down. But once I start putting blocks down, it starts to come to you like, this is where my storage is going to go. You know, and then you, you kind of pick a storage system if that's what you want. You know, automatic or just, you know, regular old storage. Mm-hmm. that bits in this area and uh the farms that kind of branch off of there for one it's nice to have the farms that you need right off the bat to help you with your builds mm-hmm. yeah you can go from there and add farms you know that you just want to build that, that help you get through the game in general yeah it's i'm sure everyone does this differently though you know but that's that's usually how i do it you know just start start with a base put down some blocks and then eventually you know you'll find the perfect spot this is like the least helpful I think we've ever been. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, like, I can see it in my head. Yeah, that's just it. it. It's a vision. It's a vision you're going off of. It's not a It's not a blueprint. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to feel it out. You kind of have to know the size each farm or no farm room needs to be to build off of it. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely want to know how much space you have. Uh, and it's, me and Jimbo are so bad about we're not creative builders. We barely go on to a creative world and design something. If we're on a creative world designing something, it's because we're struggling. Mm-hmm. We're very much wing it kind of players. Yeah. Last season, my 
uh, Ripple Pirate Mountain. The only thing I knew is I wanted a mountain that had a storage room, that had a lake in it, that had a rock in the middle of the lake. That's it. <laughs> and then I winged everything from there. Yeah, a lot of time it's not. When you're planning these projects, it's not set in stone. You know, you no. add things, you take things away. Mm-hmm. You want to fit something else in there. You know, oh, this doesn't fit. I got to move it somewhere else now. You know, change out my layout. Yeah. That's okay. I was going to build three mountains. And inside those three mountains, I was going to hide all of my farms inside of them. After building the one mountain, I said, this is stupid. I hated the grind. I didn't want to do it anymore. Because when I build mountains, I don't, there are no spawnable spots. Everything is stared and slabbed. Yeah. So it, it gets annoying. And I was like, I've got to do this two more times. I don't think so. So I built the, it was easier for me to build a dome in the ocean underwater than it was for me to build a new mountain. Now I'm going to look, I'm going to look at this question again at a different perspective. Okay. Because they asked to ask about farms too. Okay. Let's not think about bases. Okay. Let's think about if you're going to build a farm. My suggestion would be to build the farm and design around it. Design around it. Sorry, I think I slurred there. But yeah, get your redstone in place. Or like Dud said, make sure you have the space to build this thing. Mm-hmm. And then decorate it. You know, you you sometimes exposed redstone can look good, but I think it's nice to hide most of it. But yeah, I suggest building the farm and then covering it up with details. Oh, yeah, if you're going to put a building around a farm. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people don't like doing that, which I understand because I'm also one of those people that don't like building buildings around farms. Mm-hmm. Build it underground. Yeah, if it's exposed, build around it. A lot of people I see just have these random farms above ground, and Minecraft farms are not the prettiest thing in the world. I mean, if you're going for that redstone technological look, it could work, but yeah, hide it underground, pipe all the drops up. It'd be all right. Mm-hmm. that it for our comments? I believe so. I hope we answered your question. <laughs> I do. I hope so, too. Uh, but yeah, those comments were from our Discord, and it's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Cass's word for it. Is this thing on? I'm Cass, and I'm here to figure out why you have yet to join the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with other Minecraft enthusiasts and the creators of the show. The link to join the Discord is in the show notes. Thank you for the Discord ad, Cass. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week we asked you to choose between one of three structures for us to discuss and improve, and your choices were Pillager Outpost, Desert Pyramid, and the Iceberg. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Desert Pyramid with 18 votes. Second is the Iceberg with 17 and 6 for Pillager Outpost. I was thinking Desert Pyramid would win this. Yeah. Honestly, though, the votes have been kind of dropping lately. I don't know if people are just not happy with the picks for Mending Minecraft, but... Yeah, I mean, there's only so many structures, items, and mobs in the game to choose <laughs> from when we do Mending Minecraft. You're These are going to, like, Pillager Outpost and Iceberg will come back around, you know, eventually. Like, no one likes them now. Just imagine how it's going to be when they come back around next time. And also putting out there, again, we've known about the Warden since episode 65. Right. It's episode 152. So we haven't been getting a lot of new mobs 
in the game. Mm-hmm. A few things on the Desert Pyramid before we start. Uh, Desert Pyramid, often referred to as Desert Temple, is a sandstone structure sometimes generated in deserts. It contains four chests under the floor in the center, protected by a TNT trap. Don't let it fool you. Mm-hmm. Desert Pyramids are constructed with normal chiseled and cut sandstone, orange and blue terracotta, and sandstone slabs and sandstone stairs. It's like a tongue twister. There's one main entrance in the front, two more entrances in the back, and both left and right sides near the top of the pyramid, and a one-block-wide hole on the top. A secret room spawns under the temple, bound by destroying the blue terracotta block. Just don't fall in there. The secret room contains four chests that are trapped with a pressure plate that, if activated, TNT is ignited and destroys all the loot. So the four chests will explode. Some notable loot in these chests are diamonds, diamond, iron, golden horse armor, enchanted books, enchanted golden apples, saddles, golden apples, iron, gold, and emeralds. And that is all for the Desert Pyramid. We are so bad at reading lately. I did, I did okay there. <laughs> I was proud of that. It was a lot of notes. Mm-hmm. It's strange because it's a lot of notes for the Desert Pyramid, which is a boring uh, structure. Yeah, besides the chests. Yeah, once you've once you've seen it, mm-hmm. and like, I like how it says you break the blue terracotta block. You don't want to break that block, right? You wanna you wanna go two blocks over and dig down from there because yep, you don't want to fall in the blue terracotta. And sometimes, sometimes mobs will just spawn down there. There are spawnable blocks down there mm-hmm. where they can spawn and hit the pressure plate before you get down there. Yep. And also remember. Break the pressure plate and take the TNT that's underneath. Don't let an item fall on the pressure plate. Right. Yeah, that, bl- that blue terracotta block that you break could fall and, you know, ruin everything. So mm-hmm. just just letting you know. But you said the magical phrase that leads me into fixing the desert pyramid. Because I actually like the look of the pyramid. I don't think the look of the pyramid is the boring part. I think it's a very good look in the game. It's one of the more detailed structures we have in the game. It's just the inside that's kind of like, eh. Yeah. And once you've done one, you've done them all. You know exactly what to expect. Even even a jungle temple is a bit more complex than the desert temple. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And this leads me to desert temples should have a labyrinth underneath them. So take out the trap. It doesn't need to be a big labyrinth. And I know... That, well, you can just bypass this by mining around it. It's like, yes, you could. That's the same deal with the trap. You bypass it by digging around it, so. Yeah. I feel the labyrinth could be a bit more fun than the normal drop down two blocks to the left and dig there. Mm -hmm. But also, maybe have a bit of a sand boss in the middle of the labyrinth. Not some kind of, like, crazy hard, like, has a red bar boss. I'm thinking like four husk, maybe. Hmm. Oh, I'd like to get rid of this cough so I could breathe when I talk. But yeah, have a couple husks in the middle of the labyrinth. You got to kill the husks to get to get your prize. Maybe have low light levels. Use some glow lichen. So maybe there's a chance some other mobs can spawn inside the labyrinth too. Yeah. What if there's like a spawn? Uh. Well. Yeah. You. Yeah. That that would kind of be loot itself. Yeah. You could have a husk spawner in there. That that might be okay. It's nothing crazy, you know, husk spawner. No, but to me, that's better than the four chests and TNT you get. Yeah, sometimes. 
Uh, but that's it. That's all I had for Desert Temple. I didn't go crazy because I really liked the labyrinth idea and I wanted that to be the main focus. Okay. I think I, 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 think I mentioned a while ago uh, a boss being in there. That was uh, King Cobra. Oh, I think that was for the Jungle Temple. It might have been for the Jungle Temple. Yeah, snake boss. But yeah, I remember you putting a snake boss in there. I said, no snakes in Minecraft. I don't like snakes. Yeah. Yeah, it was the jungle. <laughs> Jimbo wants to mess with me. I put bees in his base. He'll put snakes in my base. Put a giant cobra boss in there. Just go to the temple and lure him out. Mm-hmm. Name tag him. Got you a new home. But yeah, I like I like the idea of a boss, like a smaller boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't need to be anything crazy. Mm-mm. Even something along the lines of a warden. You know, they just like spawn when you get to a certain level. Well, I had something kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, nothing too difficult. Yeah. The cries of a thousand players who have died to the warden. Mm-hmm. Not too difficult. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying the warden isn't difficult. I mean, he's that's hard to conquer. But I also wanted to mention the the design on the outside of the pyramid mm-hmm. with the what orange terracotta. It's actually it's uh stems from the ancient onk. It's like a ancient thing. Onk. It means like life or something. Infinite life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I thought that was pretty cool. There's a little bit of lore involved with that. Nice. And should we get into our main topic? Uh, yeah, this one should be a fun one. This one actually was suggested from Jess, and it was the pros and cons of single player versus multiplayer. So what we did is Jimbo took multiplayer, and I took single player. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Jimbo, what we do is we somehow manage to get four pros and cons for each. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you read a pro multiplayer and I'll read a con single player. Okay. Or try to match up your pro to my con to see how close we got. Okay. You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my first pro for multiplayer is collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, it's awesome playing with uh, other creators, you know, especially if you do content or stream anything of that variety, there's uh, more people to hang out with and it helps uh, helps create content. I have no collabs as my last con. Playing with people's fun. Mm-hmm. So having other people around while you're building is great. Right. Mm-hmm. What's your next pro? Oh, I go, I go again. All right. Yeah. My next pro for multiplayer is more items and blocks available. Mm-hmm. I noticed every time, you know, we start a new world, or it doesn't have to be a new world, but there's blocks that you don't have that you have to go farm or have to go gather up. Well, there are a lot of other players on the server that may have the block that you need, and they're not using it. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to ask around, have other players available to see if they have that block or item that you can use or trade. So love that. I am right there with you. My number one con was you're on your own. Not only does this mean no collabs, it means you have to gather the resources you need by yourself. Right. Yep. That takes more time. No friends to help. Nope. And uh, I noticed you have the opposite for this next one. My next pro for multiplayer is inspiration. Mm-hmm. Builds everywhere. You know, that a lot of times if you're building in the same area, you can kind of go off of that build and then you see different ways people are using blocks you know so you can use them in your builds and uh it's just it's just a good way to get inspired yeah my con was no creative inspiration Mm -hmm. 
except for just like the game itself. Exactly. This villager house isn't very inspiring. <laughs> well, there are some landscapes in Minecraft that are absolutely gorgeous and can yeah. really inspire you to build. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you're looking like we did in the, the the desert, I have such a struggle building in there because it's a flat surface. Mm-hmm. I chose the one piece of terrain I felt stood out, and I built in it. Mm-hmm. And being on the Channel 64 server, you can see how people are utilizing the desert and you know just their creative landscaping, and uh, it's it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. to see how they do it. And you know you you're able to use that yourself. So uh, my last pro for multiplayer is more game variety. Like you can play the game a certain way single player, but there's so much more to do if there's more people. For instance. There could be a parkour course that someone set up. Mm -hmm. You could play that course. This isn't something you made. This is something someone else made, you know, or other games at that. You know, not just that, but someone could set up a maze or someone could set up a scavenger hunt that you get to enjoy in the game. You know, you get more variety with the game. Mm -hmm. I don't have a con that goes with that. My final con was that servers can take stress off your PC. It's, It's not like, 100% 100% stress fee free on your computer, but it does take a load off on some of the things you're trying to do. Okay. So some single player worlds you can't play because too much going on it. I wonder if that's the same for like console. I'm not sure. I imagine be similar. Maybe some stress. No. Well, I know when I played console, the world was on a person's console. Like we didn't have a realm or whatever. Yeah. So like someone had to be on. They didn't have realms back then but whoever owned the world had to be online for you to play on it yeah and i guess your console would still have to render what was out there yeah i'm not sure all i know is i can tell when i get on a server from when i load a single player world it it works a bit quicker and smoother on a server and not a huge amount but just a little bit and it's usually that first world load once everything is loaded up about the same Mm mm-hmm now, I think I'm going to go ahead and say the pros for single player, and you try to match it with your cons. Okay. All right. My first pro is it's your world. You can do what you want. You want to dig a, dig a giant hole? Dig a giant hole. Dig a giant hole. Yep. Dig a giant hole. <laughs> Sorry. I have so much mucus build up in the back of my throat. I can't breathe. I do have a con for that. <laughs> Multiplayer con. My first one, actually, is lack of free will. There you go. Now, this isn't something, I don't know, it isn't too bad, you know, but you know, when, you, when you play with others, you got to consider mm-hmm. playing with others and what they build and everything. So, yeah, it's just the fact that this isn't just your world. You have to play with others. You know, you can't just burn someone's building down. Mm-hmm. That's not something I get enjoyment out of or anything, but you could do that in your own world if you wanted to. But in a multiplayer world, it's not frowned upon. Or it's frowned upon. Sorry. <laughs> it is frowned upon. You know, you, you don't have that free will. You can't do whatever you want. Like, you can't just leave trees half up. You know, I guess you could, but, you know, this it's not your work. But being considered. You won't be playing on that world very long. No. People people get upset. Right. About doing that. Yeah. But you, you got to be considerate, which isn't a bad thing, you know, but, yeah. It's not just your world. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I have something that can go off that and it's you don't have to worry about clashing builds. Say you want to build a medieval build, but the guy next to you or girl is 
building, uh, I don't know, a futuristic spaceship. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make much sense for those two builds to be right next to each other. Right. Or they say they're, they're doing a dark, evil palette, and you're making an ice castle. Yeah. So clashing builds. Yeah, the one I could see that could go with that is uh, others may play different than you. Mm-hmm. Now, you could see this as a con, you could see this as a pro, but you know, you could see people doing certain things that you aren't a fan of, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. are playing different than you. So that's the only part about that that is the con. Like, for instance, maybe they just leave junk everywhere, you know, make a mess on the server. You know, that's the way they play. You know, they just don't pick up after themselves, you know, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's always that. I have another one that could kind of go off that too. And it's the no embarrassment. And that's the, that's the wrong way to phrase this, but I couldn't think of a better way to say it. And we've played with people who have said that, well, the builders on here are too good. I don't feel like I'm good enough. And they just stop playing. Mm. And that shouldn't never have to happen it's no one's fault because people are just kind of building but on a single player world you don't have to worry about that right you don't have to worry about looking down upon your own stuff and comparing it to another person's build Mm -hmm. yeah it seems like there's always a build that outshines another Mm -hmm. in a multiplayer and yeah like i've had some really good ones and then i had some bad ones so Mm -hmm. trust me we're all in that same boat Yep. I really don't have one that goes with that one other than uh you know, other other players might not get along. Yeah. That's a con with multiplayer, you know. I mean you, you could get along with most of the people, but maybe there's one person that you just can't get along with. Yeah. I guess this could go with, you know, others play different than you, but maybe, you know, just thoughts and opinions even, you know, not game wise that you don't find so appealing with other players. Yeah. You personally don't get along with this person. Yeah, he said something about my mother type of deal, you know. Well, and this was something we had to deal with on Comicraft a good bit because we were a whitelisted public server. So anyone could really apply and you you try to get to know someone before they come on the server, but a couple hours here and there talking doesn't mean you're going to know all about them. And sometimes you just don't click and gel and it, it makes for a rough ride on the server. Yeah, especially for public servers, you know, that seems to happen more than more often than not. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, even even if like you get along with everyone, there's two people that don't get along that kind of rubs off on everybody else. You know, it's just, yeah, not fun, not fun to be around. Yeah, if you've got two players constantly bumping heads, it could it could wear on the other people playing around them. Right. My final pro for single player, you don't have to worry about server connectivity. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about, I'm not able to connect to the server at this time. Oh, my Wi-Fi is down. Nah. You, you just jump on and you play. Yeah. And that actually goes with my con. My last multiplayer con is server lag. Mm-hmm. I guess you could put connectivity in there because that's where a lot of lag comes from. Yep. When your connection isn't right. But yeah. And also playing with others, it expands the world. Like the world's working a little bit harder because more you know it's loading in more of the world at once so the you know you you could get lag from that so Mm -hmm. yeah connectivity server connectivity that's it that's all we got that's our pros and cons list of single player versus multiplayer yep and i'm sure we're missing some yes like we actually came up with this topic 
before we recorded. So, you know, we, we put these down just off the top of our head. So I'm sure we're missing some. Well, we come up with every topic before we record. Yeah. But what Jimbo means is like 45 minutes before we record. Yeah. We're actually, we were supposed to do this yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're like, man, you know, then we look and see that we've been doing what caves and cliffs since 65 65th episode we're like wow yeah no wonder yeah it's hard to come up with the topic yeah i mean think about the updates before that we've talked about you had the bees and bugs you had the villager update you had the nether update and then we've had caves and cliffs for what's felt like three updates now yeah we have more of a variety Mm -hmm. anyways before i have jimbo read us out i want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show our milk level patrons are Arrington, Omni, Bobo Plays Games, Croc, Fragile Rock, KZ Plays Games, Logie, and Viper's Tuna. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear throughout the show was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.